Hey friend, welcome to the Through It, Not Over It podcast. My name is Savannah and I'm a 20-something, recovering perfectionist and people pleaser who was obsessed with climbing the ranks in public accounting as a CPA. This podcast is all about navigating the adult world together as we have fun learning tips and tricks to help us organize our lives, prioritize our relationships, and incorporate play more often, all while going through the curveballs the world throws at us. So girlfriend, let's get to it. Welcome back. Thanks for being here with me on this journey that we've been on over the last, I don't know, nine episodes. And today we're going to be talking all about relationships and more specifically, a weekly check-in meeting that I implemented in my relationship about a year and a half ago. And I know not all of you are in a romantic relationship, but stick with me for this episode because you'll be able to take something away that you can implement with your friendships, future relationships, even your roommates or with your parents. It's just a really good meeting that we started having to check in with each other and having it on a consistent basis was truly a game changer. So before we dive into what the check-in meeting is, I want to give you some context on why we implemented it in our relationship. So just like some background facts. I had been living with my then boyfriend, now fiance, for about six, seven months. And we had been living in our apartment together for maybe three months. So we started out living in my parents' house for three, four months. They were actually out of town for this whole summer. So we still were living alone together, but in my parents' house, like it wasn't truly our space. So it was roughly three months after having our space. And I felt like we were constantly crossing wires. You know, like you just kept missing each other. I just think of two birds like flying over top of each other and never, never truly connecting. And we weren't really taking the time to sit down and check in with each other on both the good and the bad things. And I had just come out of a really busy season at work. He had been gone for a month and things were just a little chaotic and a little out of sorts. It was right after the holiday season and it was just a weird time. And Honestly, I don't remember where I came up with this idea. I just remember one night laying in bed and being like, something has to change. Like, we are constantly miscommunicating or not communicating or just like not connecting. Like two puzzle pieces that just like will not jive together, but you're forcing it to go together. And it just, it didn't feel right. And so I just decided to give it a go that I wanted some sort of weekly check-in. I honestly had no idea where it was going to take me and if my fiance, then boyfriend, was even going to be on board. But honestly, what I did is I Googled a list of questions, like something as simple as like relationship weekly check-in questions. I don't know, something like that. And Google popped out, of course Google did, a list of questions. And then I kind of edited them and tailored them for us and our needs. And as we've done this check-in process, the questions have changed over time and we've kind of edited them to make it exactly what it means to us. So I'm going to go over like our whole weekly check-in, what it is, what questions we do, what we do when, and kind of that whole process. If you're wanting to know what this looks like. Like I literally printed out a piece of paper 
for when we were doing these meetings and laminated it with these questions on there. So if you're wanting that list of questions, at least as a starting point, if you join my email list, you get access to the freebie section of my website, which has this check-in and a bunch of other goodies. So diving right into the weekly check-in. First thing on the weekly check-in before we even do a check-in is starting with a hug. We always start our meeting with a hug to just be like, hey, I'm here with me, with you, (laughs) with me. Yeah, I'm also here with me. The next thing we do is we split all of our expenses. We're not at the point where we've combined our finances. So I might pay for dinner here. He might pay for dinner there. He might buy the plane tickets to when we go visit his family because it's easier to know like one person buy it. But we needed some way to track our expenses. So this is a little bit of a tangent from the check-in, but we used an app called Honeydew. It's totally free and you can link your bank accounts and you can choose if you want your partner to be able to see your finances or not. Or just you're able to see the total in your on your credit card or your checking account. And then you're able to go in and actually split all of the expenses. So if we went out to dinner to, last night we went to Texas Roadhouse. So if we went out to dinner to Texas Roadhouse and it wasn't like a birthday date or, you know, a special date, and it truly was, we were splitting it, all he would have to do is just go into the app, he paid for it. So he'd go in, hit split expense, and it just keeps like a running tally of who owes who money. We aren't going to Venmo each other $10, $20 every time we split something. But when the balance gets like $50, $100, we start to have a conversation of, okay, can I just, can you just float me this money for a week or two until I, you know, pick up the groceries next week? Um, But we use the beginning of our weekly check-in to sit down and split our expenses because we both were finding that we'd forget to do it during the week. So we kind of needed like a catch-all time five minutes sitting next to each other to go through and spit, split our expenses. So again, the app that we use is called Honeydew. So honey, like you're eating honey, H-O-N-E-Y, and then do like a due date. So D-U-E. We love this app. We've used it for two years now. My dad actually, this is a funny story. My dad texted me a link to the app three or four nights ago. And he was like, this seems like a good app for couples. And I was like, yeah, it is. We've been using it for two years, like late to the party. But if you're needing something to track expenses with your significant other, or even if you have one roommate, like it might not be a bad thing to use as a roommate. Um, Okay. So after we started with a hug and we split our expenses, now we kind of sit down and do check-in time. So there's a series of, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine questions that we ask each other. And then the next section is kind of like planning our upcoming week. So the first question, we generally go in order. Um, The first question is, one thing I've really appreciated about you this week has been dot, 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 dot. So I guess this isn't really a question. It's more of a like fill in the blank Mad Libs type thing. So It's great that we start with this question because, as you'll see, the next question is kind of the reverse. Um, It's good to just start on this positive mindset. And 
when we do this consistently, it helps us notice those small things like, hey, I really appreciated that you noticed that the trash was overflowing and you took it out. Or, hey, I really appreciated that you filled my car up with gas because I was running low and I just hate that. These don't have to be big things because you're checking in every week. So naturally, they're not going to be doing these huge grand gestures every single week, but just a little a little care and a little bit of encouragement for each other to continue doing that thing that you that really made a difference to you. So we'll both take turns answering the question and then we'll move on to the next question. We generally alternate like who goes first on the questions just so we're not one person isn't driving the conversation and kind of like stealing the the thunder or because some of these questions, like it, it will be the same answer for both of us. And so if one person is always answering the questions first, the other person can kind of get into this pattern of like, yeah, same. Yeah, same. Where the purpose is to actually have a conversation. Um, so the second question is, is there anything I've done since the last check in that has hurt or frustrated you? Is there anything unresolved between us? So this is a great kind of catch-all, like stop gate. You're not letting problems fester in your relationship for weeks and weeks and weeks on end because every week you're asking each other this question. So if this week you were really frustrated because he, I don't know, didn't replace the toilet paper for three days and whatever. It might have not been that big of a deal this week, but if that's like continuing a thing, he just never replaces the toilet paper. I don't know why I'm talking about this, but if that's the thing, you know, after a month, you might get really frustrated. But if you bring it up this week, like, hey, this was a small irritant, then maybe you guys can correct it going forward so it doesn't become that like big problem that you have to sit down and really hash out. And sometimes this question, there's going to be nothing. And sometimes there's going to be that really big, ugly monster that neither one of you have wanted to talk about all week. But you said something really nasty to him and you need to talk about it right now. This question is either where we fly through or the majority of our time is spent because it's important to make sure that you both have kind of cleared the air and it's a fresh start for the next week. You can, you know, put the past in the past and move forward and both have action steps on how you can help each other in the coming week to not frustrate them. The third question that we ask each other is, is there anything I've done that has made you feel especially appreciated this and loved this week? So we found ourselves like, almost saying the same thing for number one and number three. So number one is one thing I've really appreciated about you this week has been blank. And then number three is, is there anything I've done that has made you feel especially appreciated and loved? What we kind of did number three is an action where number one is, could just be a, a feeling or a sentiment or I really appreciated that like I'm trying to think of the difference but for number one I'd be like I really appreciated that you took out the trash and and then anything that I've done that's made you feel 
that's made me feel appreciated and loved would be when you stopped and asked how I was doing after I had four hours of meetings back to back. That made me feel appreciated. I know it's kind of weird, but if you like think about how it's worded, one is I've appreciated about you and one is something you've done that I've appreciated for me. Um, the fourth question is, what is something I can do to make you feel more loved and valued this week? So this, at the beginning, it kind of came back to our love languages and really learning what each other's love languages were. And there was one meeting where we both took the quiz, we figured out what our love languages were, and then we came up, I think it was three to five ways that the other person could show that love language. So quality time and acts of service are both kind of like our top languages. And so quality time, like going on a date night with me and neither one of us are on our phone or going for a walk. And we don't talk about work or wedding planning. We just talk about us and funny stories from the past or acts of service. When you surprise me my baking dinner or when you take my sister to that doctor appointment. Um, so we came up with examples so that we had things to draw on for the week. But again, here, you can tell your partner, you know, this week, I'm worried about this meeting that I have on Wednesday. So what you could do to make me feel more loved and valued is spend a little bit more quality time with me the night before so that I'm feeling a full and complete person before I go into that meeting. Uh, you can also, that's just one example, right? The next question, which is number five, are what are the main stressors you're facing in the coming week and how can I help you with them? So a lot of these questions, like once you've done this check-in a bunch of times, really just bleeds into a conversation. Um, so oftentimes what your main stresses are and how you can, how the other person can help are kind of the ways that you're going to be, feel loved and valued. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes it's like I'm stressed with work and to feel love, I need to go on a walk with you. Like sometimes they're different. Sometimes they're interconnected. Like I'm stressed this week because we are traveling and I'm going to be out of my routine. So it would help me if you could provide support with getting back into a routine or you know, anything like that. The next question, which is maybe the most awkward conversation to have at first if you're not comfortable with it, is how do you feel about our sex life this week? And at first we're like, why are we asking ourselves these questions, this question every week? But it was important to check in because we're in a romantic relationship. Like if <laughs> if you're using this check-in with your roommate or your parents because you're living with them, like I would omit this question unless you want some really awkward conversations. But if you're in a romantic relationship, it's important to check in on if you guys are on the same page, you know, if your period's coming up and you want them to know that you're not going to really want to be touched in the next week or, you know, anything that you need to communicate with your sex life. This question too, you need to answer every week because sometimes it's going to be great. And sometimes there's going to be things that you're like, I would really like to 
spend more time cuddling and chatting before we dive right into sex. Or, I'd really like to have sex this week. Or, I'd really not like to because this reason, this reason, this reason, or no reason at all. The next question is, is our spending where it needs to be? Any financial items we need to discuss? So, like I said earlier, we don't combine our finances right now. Eventually, we will. But as we're getting closer and closer to combining our finances, it's kind of important to include each other on big financial decisions. While the money I earn for, like, at my job is my money, I still have financial obligations with him, like our lease, our renter's insurance, our water, our, like all of our utilities. So if I'm making frivolous spending on, I don't know, something, then it's going to impact the obligations I have with him. So checking in on this and just making sure, you know, if we have a savings goal, like we really wanted to buy a king size bed this year, how we're progressing towards that, or if we have an unexpected like family emergency when we had to go to Florida, like how are we doing with uh, paying for our hotels and that type of question kind of falls into here. The second to last question is what household items have been weighing on your mind this week? This is really where I am the one that's answering this question. He doesn't have a lot of household items that weigh on his mind. But we put this in here because I was always like, well, the dishes need to be run and the trash need to be taken out and the, you know, I need to do all of these bazillion things. And so this was a moment to say, hey, I could really use help with repotting the plants that's like really weighing on my mind or right now weighing on my mind is cleaning out our medicine cabinet and like under our sink you know the under the sink like black hole vortex yeah that currently needs to be cleaned out and that's something he could help me with right going through the medicine checking the expiration dates making a list of what things we need so that's something weighing on my mind and that's something he could definitely help with he's not gonna be able to help me clean out my clothes and go through things that I don't like anymore. So I don't say those type of household items, but anything that are like a communal household item or something, hey, your parents are coming into town and I'd really like to make sure everything is dusted and cleaned down before they come see our house for the first time. And then the last question that we ask each other is, what is your overall feeling going into this next week and why? This is his least favorite question. He's like, I feel fine. I feel fine. So the way that the why was important, like, why do you feel that way? And we broke it down into three things. So how do you feel going into this week personally, work-wise, and relationshiply? Like, are you apprehensive about work? Are you personally just exhausted and worn out and stressed with some side projects? Relationshiply, are you feeling like you need a little more love and attention. Like, how are you feeling in these three areas and why? Because oftentimes, this is like, since it's the last question, there might be something that you forgot to tell me or I forgot to communicate with you that are stressors in the coming week. Uh, Sometimes there's not, but it's kind of a good wrap-up question. What else is on your mind as we head into this next week? We generally, I guess I should have done this at the beginning, but we generally have this weekly check-in on Saturday or Sunday just because it works best with us. 
to have it on the weekend and like heading into the next week. But honestly, you could do this check-in anytime throughout the week that does that's the best for you. And since you're doing it weekly, you're able to like it's still a week away. Like each week is still a week because you're doing it every week. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, and then the last section we have is plan the upcoming week. So we update each other on our work schedules, projects, appointments, any anything that we might have. Like, oh, I have a ton of meetings on this day, so I'm going to need you to be quiet in the office or... I have to go into the office or I'm having dinner with a friend or my sister's coming over. That's what we do during plan the upcoming week. And this was really important when it's snowing because his car is an all-wheel drive. So we kind of have to communicate who is going to take my car, which is all-wheel drive. And then the last thing under plan upcoming week is meal plan. So we'll just go over the meal plan, make sure that we're both on board, especially after knowing if we're both going to be busy Wednesday night, so we eat something quicker, or I'm going to dinner with a friend on Tuesday, so he's on his own, etc. And then we always end with a hug and a kiss. So that's like the long version of our weekly check-in. We did this long weekly check-in every day, every day, every week for probably three or four months. And then we realized we could kind of abbreviate the weekly check-in and we would alternate between. So one week we would do the long version and the second weekend, second week we would do the shortened version. The third week we do the long version, et cetera, et cetera. So the shortened version is super similar. We start with a hug, we split our expenses, and then the check-in time, we list three positives from the week, two areas for improvement or not so good areas, and one goal for the week. All of these are like personally and relationship. The positive and the positive is really where we focus on our relationship. Areas for improvement, not so good areas are where if there's something in our relationship, we'll chat. But sometimes there, it's a personal item that's really affecting and influencing our relationship. And then we plan the upcoming week. So update each other on our work schedules, appointments, et cetera, meal plan. And then, of course, we always, always, always end with a hug and a kiss. So we would alternate between the two. And then we ultimately switched to doing this once a month. So just doing it once a month because we found having this process really helped us check in. Um more often with each other and be aware of everything that was going on. So we didn't feel like we needed to do this long formalized process every week or even every other week. So we moved to once a month for a while and we did that for the beginning of this year. And now we haven't done a weekly or monthly check-in in um, probably two months. And it's not because we don't need it because there's a difference. Well, not needing it because we're avoiding it versus not needing it because we actually don't need it. So we're not avoiding it. We did that for a while. We'd not want to have the conversation. So we'd push it off till Sunday at like 8 p.m. Now we are just aware of what's going on that we don't have to do this every week and every month. But we have this tool for when when we will need it again. We probably will need it again at some point in the next 6, 12 months because relationships change and 
things changed in the world. So we have this great tool to fall back on. And over time, you know, we might edit the questions. We might add more questions. I'm sure when we have a house or a dog or even kiddos, that the weekly check-in will definitely come back in the process and change and adapt with our changing family structure. The important thing with doing a weekly check-in is that you have something and a formalized process, at least at the beginning, to really set yourself up for success and keep your relationship on the forefront of your mind throughout the week. Because the things that we appreciate about each other, we started noticing them way more often when we were talking about them weekly. So if you want this nice, beautiful copy, just head over to my website, which is linked in the show notes, and sign up for the newsletter. And you can get access to it, to the freebie page after you sign up for the newsletter. And we printed it out and laminated it because we're cool like that and we have a laminator. But I would suggest at the beginning, just printing out a copy and don't laminate it or do anything to it. Just going through the questions a few times and seeing what fits and what doesn't and then editing it to suit you and your partner or your roommate or your parents best. So until next time, I will talk to you guys later. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with a friend. Yes, text her right now as you're listening or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am honored to be on this journey with you. So until next time, keep your chin high as you go through all life throws at you. I'll talk to you soon.